Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 78. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. And my friends, we have such an exciting topic today that I'm super excited to talk about. And if you're seeing the title of this video, then you know what's coming. We're going to be talking about moon cycles, menstruating, and manifesting, and the very real connection between what the moon is doing and what your body is doing in terms of your menstrual cycle. So this one is for the girlies out there. Men, I'm warning you in advance. We're going to be talking about periods today, but you're more than welcome to stick around if you want to get to know the women in your life a little bit better and get to understand how the moon connects to our periods and what it means for what stage of life we're in. This is a super fascinating subject, and I'm very excited to be talking about it today. So um, I'm really, 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 you know, trying to explore some more esoteric topics and things that aren't necessarily fitness related, but that I'm really passionate about. And, you know, understanding manifestation and even divine feminine energy and how we can lean into the feminine more is something that I've really felt called to dive into as of late. So bear with me if you've been following me for a while. I do like to talk about fitness, but I also really do enjoy talking about some of these other more out there, you know, things that maybe nobody has talked about before. I had only learned about this recently, and I think that this is something that they should teach women as they're growing up because, you know, society has told us for so long that our periods are something that we should be shameful of and that we should hide and that we should, you know, kind of push away. And I think understanding what the moon is doing during your menstrual cycle is a really great way to kind of reclaim your power. So I'm very excited to be talking about this with you guys today. Before we dive into this episode, I just want to give a quick thank you to today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Keen. And if you're not familiar, Keen is the world's largest network of talented psychics who provide psychic readings to help you answer your most pressing questions about love, relationships, career, and more. So I use Keen whenever I have a question about my career or my love life, or just need a little bit of guidance. And I actually just met with an advisor recently and she gave me some really great advice regarding my love life. And she really made me feel reassured about the direction that I'm heading in. And she didn't even know anything about what I'm going through currently, but she was spot on with everything that I've been feeling and everything that I've been dealing with. And I left that call feeling so reassured and like I really knew which direction I wanted to move forward with things. So if you want to get a reading on Keen like I did, it's super easy to start. All you have to do is create an account and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. And the thing I love about Keen the most is that you can really pick and choose which readers are going to resonate with you the most based on what exactly it is you're looking for and what skills you're looking for as well. And each of these readers have unique specialties designed to help you in your particular situation. So you can choose whichever reader suits you best and then you'll be able to connect with them either via a phone call or a text chat. And as a new customer on Keen, I'm excited to offer to you guys that you can try your first 10 minutes for just $1.99. That's up to $99 in savings, which is an amazing deal. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, you can head over to trykeen, that's K-E-E-N.com slash Haley Noel to get some big savings on your first reading. All right. So fasten your seatbelts, my friends, because we are about to go down a really interesting rabbit hole that I myself went down. And the reason that I wanted to make this podcast this week is because I had made a TikTok about this topic. It went pretty, you know, uh, got a lot of views, got a lot of people that were really interested in it, and a lot of people that were really wanting a more in-depth explanation of these moon cycles and what they mean for us and what they kind of represent in terms of what stage of our life we're in. So, 
I guess I want to backpedal a little bit of what even inspired me to make that TikTok. So the TikTok that I had made, uh, I originally made because I had noticed for myself, I would say in the past like two years, okay, I didn't really start paying attention to this until last year because I know that for a lot of the end of last year, my period was synced with the full moon. So that means that I was bleeding when the full moon was doing its thing. And It wasn't until that had happened consistently for a few months that I started paying attention to it. And I'm like, wow, this actually feels really empowering. And I had never even done any kind of research on any of this before. I had just felt like that was what I needed at that time. Like I always view full moons as as a time of release. And when your period is synced up with that, it's like it's like a release in itself, too. Uh, so I that's what inspired me to originally make that video. Now, I have on and off been on this red moon cycle, which we will get into. I will explain that to you um, for a while. Like I said, at the end of 2021, I was definitely like, I think it was over six months that I was consistently lined up with the full moon, like to a T, boom, boom, boom period was coming during the full moon. And um, even this year too, it was I think maybe two two months or so or three months that I was on this red moon cycle. And now I am not on this cycle anymore and that's okay. I actually have to think about what cycle I'm on now. I think I'm either on a pink or a purple cycle. Um, I'm gonna have to think about that as I'm explaining everything here. But I'm really excited to talk about this because I'm telling you, you're gonna be mind blown by the end of me explaining all this to you. So. I guess the best way to start with this is understanding that there's four different moon cycles that connect to your menstrual cycle. So we're going to go over all of them. There's the white moon cycle, the red moon cycle, the pink moon cycle, and the purple moon cycle. So there's four different cycles. And ladies, as you're listening to this, think about what cycle you're on. You know, think about where your period falls with what I'm about to share with you. So we're going to start with the first one, which is the white moon cycle. And the white moon cycle is the most common and it is linked to the new moon. So if you're on a white moon cycle, this means that you bleed around the new moon and then you ovulate around the full moon. And because this cycle mirrors the traditional cycle of the moon and mother earth, a woman with a white moon cycle is said to be in the mother phase of her life. So either she wants to get pregnant and start a family or focus on nurturing and raising her children. Now, I just want to put a disclaimer in here. If you are on this white moon cycle, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're trying to get pregnant or that you're trying to have kids or that you're going to have kids. When we think of the mother phase of our lives, you can interpret that, you know, terminology a little bit more loosely. When I think of the mother phase, I think of somebody that's very much rooted in the divine feminine, um, somebody who's really expressing themselves and leaning into that nurturing nature. So it could even be a time in your life when you're nurturing yourself a little bit more. Maybe you're prioritizing self-care. Maybe you're nurturing the people that are around you. Maybe there's a certain aspect of your life that you are nurturing. Um, And this is the most common cycle. So just keep that in mind. Again, that means that you are bleeding around the new moon and you're ovulating around the full moon. And this is because the full moon is considered to be the Earth's most fertile time. So that's why this is the most popular cycle. And it's also why it's considered that you would be in the mothering phase of your life if you're connected to this white moon cycle. Um, So when a woman goes through the most fertile cycle stage of her cycle simultaneously, both energies are aligned and magnified. 
And like I said, if you found yourself on this cycle, it does not necessarily mean that you're a mother. It also could mean that your intuition is really high. You know, your womanly intuitive instincts are spot on. It also could mean, not in a negative way, but it could mean that maybe there's aspects of your life that you need to love and care about a little bit more and devote your resources inward instead of outward for a while. So super interesting. While uh, white moon women were often favored by the patriarchy and they still are today, it's because their energy was generally focused outward on the men and the children in their life. So this is really interesting. And again, this is information and I think this is an understanding that goes and transcends any culture and transcends any societal, you know, labels that we put on ourselves. This is, you know, if you think about like in ancient times, since the dawn of time, women have had menstrual cycles. So it's really fascinating to see um, how this kind of plays out and what this might mean for you. So again, pay attention if that if you're on a white moon cycle, okay? That's for all my white moon cycle girlies out there. Now for the red moon cycle girlies out there. And again, this was the motivation for making this video. So this red moon cycle is actually a lot less common than the white moon cycle, and it's linked to the full moon, like I had explained uh, at the start of this podcast. So if you're a woman with a red moon cycle, that means you are bleeding during the full moon, and then you're ovulating during the new moon. So again, it's the inverse of that white moon cycle. And this is the thing that really stood out to me, is that in ancient times, these women were the priestesses, healers, witches, and medicine women. So in contrast to the white moon, these women are focused on channeling their creative energy inward, which is really fascinating to me. And another way that I think about describing how it felt for me when I was on my red moon cycle was some term that's really getting thrown around today, and I think it does get lost in translation, but kind of like almost tapping into that dark feminine energy where it's like very strong and setting boundaries, knowing your worth, feeling seductive, like just feeling in your bad bitch vibe, if that makes sense. That's how it felt for me uh, when I was on this red moon cycle. And I also just felt like I had a very clear vision of where I was going and what I was doing and that my energy was focused and concentrated in the things that mattered to me. That's something that's really important, at least in my experience with being on a red moon cycle. So women with a red moon cycle have a deep desire for self-actualization, self-growth, creativity, business, mentorship, and development, which is like I just said that for me, like when I was on this red moon cycle was a time that I was totally in that energy of doing the things that I cared about and setting boundaries with giving my energy to what I was passionate about. So everything they learn and experience helps empower them from within, enabling them to empower the women around them, which I think is such a beautiful sentiment. Um, so another interesting thing about the Red Moon Cycle is that these women may also be mothers or raising children, but they are focused on and passionate about being in a sacred circle with their community and teaching and leading others. This is so spot on. And I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and you think about what phase of your life you're in when you're listening to the information that I'm presenting to you, think about how it applies, whatever cycle you're in now. Again, I have two more cycles to go over with you guys, but I definitely think about any of the times that I was aligned to the red moon cycle, and this is spot on. A woman with a red moon cycle is a woman of great power. 
So it was these women who were labeled as witches, and they were punished, vilified, and ostracized from society. So again, it kind of goes back to that old, you know, patriarchy. I think back to the Salem witch trials, or even throughout history, all the times that women have been persecuted for maybe practicing the occult or doing something that went against the church's protocol. Like, I think men were maybe threatened by women's power. And as such, you know, they were labeled as villains, unfortunately. That was how things were back then. And it's really crazy to see. And it's kind of interesting when you look at things through this lens and say, okay, you know, why were women being criminalized for for their for their livelihood, for the thing that makes them, you know, powerful. And it is really interesting to see the connection between, you know, how women were persecuted through history and what happens with their periods too. And even just in general, that's a whole nother rabbit hole of uh, of a topic to discuss is kind of how the, the church has demonized some, uh, I don't know if I want to use the word occult, but alternative practices that maybe didn't necessarily align with the societal and cultural goals that those institutions had. And I think this is a really great example of that. You know, these practices of women going inward and tapping into their menstrual cycle in the time of month that it was went against what these institutions were teaching and therefore that was a threat. So they had to stop. So really, really interesting stuff. So now those are the two main cycles, okay? So we got the white moon and we've got the red moon. And leave me a comment too, if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know what cycle you're on because I'd be very curious to hear. I wanna see what is the most common amongst our little community here of uh, Philosophy of Fitness listeners. So we're gonna move on to the next one, which is the pink cycle, the pink moon cycle. And this means that you bleed when the moon is waxing. So that's when the moon is transitioning from a new moon to a full moon. And a pink moon cycle may represent a transitional phase in your life. So when the moon waxes, it's going from darkness and reflection to light and expansion. So this may mean that you're leaving a period of rest or shadow and you're coming into your strength and your power. So again, that means you're bleeding when the moon is in that transition phase from a new moon to a full moon. And then you're ovulating when the moon is in the transition phase from the full moon to the new moon kind of confusing to keep up with it all but it does make sense also side note I have these moon pictures in my room and someone had commented on my last podcast that I did about the CERN particle collider that it looked like devil horns on my head because of how my head was positioned total random disclaimer but I was just thinking about that because I'm looking at them but think about these phases of the moon right transitioning from a new moon to a full moon again it's that period of time when you're going from that darkness into that light and expansion so if you're on a pink moon cycle maybe you've been through a lot recently you could have been in a period of introspection you could have been through something challenging in your life, whether it be with a relationship, with family, with career, and now you're coming back into your strength and your power. And that's something else that I think is really important to note is that there is no one cycle that is better than the next, okay? there's We, we shouldn't be listening to this and saying, oh, I, I need to align myself to a red moon cycle because that means that I'm going to be like the most powerful witch ever. Like, that's not how it works. Um, every cycle has something valuable and every cycle has something that we can 
gain from it and something that we can tap into. So keep that in mind and give yourself, you know, grace, be kind to yourself. You know, if you are any of these cycles, it really doesn't matter. But again, pink moon cycle, you're coming out of that cocoon, you're entering an era of expansion, or you've integrated the lessons, you've integrated the work, you've learned what you had to learn, you've cleaned up the karma, right? And now you're moving on and you're entering that strength and you're stepping into your power. So that is our pink moon cycle. Now our last one is the purple moon cycle. And this means, this is the inverse of our pink moon cycle. So this means that you bleed when the moon is waning. So that's when the moon is transitioning from a full moon to a new moon. So that's when the moon starts shrinking, right? Like we got up on those pictures. So a purple moon cycle is also representing representing a transitional phase in your life, but it's in the opposite direction. So when the moon wanes, like I said, it's going from that fullness and that strength into that reflection and rest. So this actually might symbolize that you're entering a quieter stage of your life or you're exploring your shadow self. I almost like to think of the purple moon cycle as, you know, we have the four seasons, I think of the purple moon cycle as entering the winter of your life. So to me, winter is stillness. It's slowing down. It's going inward. It's embracing the dark, right? Embracing the shadow. This is when a lot of really deep healing can happening is because if you're focusing that attention inward and really figuring out, you know, what's holding you back, what's standing in your way, this is what's then going to allow you to emerge into that full moon, beautiful, white, loving energy, right? It's it's all of this cyclical energy, and I think it's it's so fascinating. But, you know, it could be a really good time to get clear on what's no longer serving you and what needs to be released. And like I said, a really good time to retreat into your cocoon. And that's vital before you can emerge again to revitalize. And that's what allows you to get ready to spread your wings and soar, you know? That's why I'm saying everything is equally important because we cannot have the fullness. We cannot have the beauty of the full moon and the light of the full moon without the darkness of when the moon is waning, right? When it's getting to its darkest point. That's when we explore our shadow. That's when we dive inward. So understanding how every piece is connected, every piece is just as valuable and every part of the cycle is just as valuable. So you can even think back to yourself. Like I said, for myself, I'm in a a different phase of this now, you know, I'm in a pink moon cycle now. And that actually is very much applicable to me. And I'm as I'm reading these notes, it's hard to keep track of waxing versus waning and kind of thinking about things. But um, I am in a pink moon cycle now, which is uh, very much applicable to where I am in my life. I did have kind of like a rough patch recently in terms of just a lot of things that I was dealing with. And I do feel that on a collective scale, too, that the energy has been quite heavy and chaotic and just muddy and messy. And um, so I had some lessons that I had to learn, you know, the past like few weeks to few months. And I feel like I've integrated those now and I'm healing from that and I'm ready to step back into my power. And it's funny because, you know, the past few days I've felt really good and I feel like I've finally reached a place of acceptance with some of these lessons that I've learned. And my amethyst geode started breaking and I did not drop it. I didn't do anything with it. And when your crystal breaks like that, it's a sign that it has served its purpose. It's trapped the negative energy. It's done what it's needed to do. And so I kind of took that as a little sign and a little confirmation that um, 
things are looking up that I'm coming back into my strength and my power. So think about that for yourself. You know, what cycle are you on? What are you going through right now? Is it applicable to you and your experience? Like I said, they're all equally important. And something that I want to say too is uh, in terms of manifesting, okay, this is a really big question that I get a lot as well. And that's, you know, how you can use um, the, the moon to manifest. So the way that I like to see it is, or the way that I, you know, kind of amplify my manifesting ability, also sorry if you hear my dog barking, is um, I view the full moon as a time to release. So that's why like it felt good to me for a while when I was on my red moon cycle to be bleeding with the full moon because I do believe that blood, as a lot of us know, blood is a part of a lot of rituals. But if you're bleeding with that, like from a ritualistic standpoint, it does feel like an absolute release of stagnant energy, negativity, things that have been holding you back. And I still view the full moon in this way um, today. So when I I don't necessarily do a ritual every time there's a full moon, but something that I like to do as a general rule of thumb is kind of just like make a list of the things that I am looking to release, things that I'm looking to let go of, and then kind of just allow it to, you know, disperse and free myself from it. There's something about the act of putting like a pen to paper and writing down what you are choosing to release, what you are choosing to let go of. And then what I'll do is I will either rip that piece of paper up and throw it out, or I'll rip it up and flush it down the toilet and really just release it. So regardless of what cycle you're on, I think the new moon and the full moon are really powerful times to tap tap into your power and to reclaim your power too, especially if your menstrual cycle is correlating to any of these things. So if, for example, that was the full moon. For me, a new moon is all about manifesting. It's all about calling what I want into my experience in order to create the reality that I desire. So as opposed to the full moon, which is all about releasing, we've used that full moon to release to let go of the things that are standing in our way, take that full moon, or excuse me, that new moon as the chance to then call in what you want into your reality because you've cleared the slate, right? It's like you've got a new start, you've got a new beginning. So opposite of what you would do for a full moon, make a list of the things that you're actively wanting to call into your experience. One of my favorite ways to do this, if you follow me on TikTok, is my mirror manifesting method. And that is a method that I've come up with. I haven't seen anyone else that's created this method, but essentially I have it on my mirror right now. And it's the most powerful method I've found in my like eight plus years of studying, you know, spirituality, law of attraction, manifestation. But essentially what you do is write a list of things on the mirror. I like to call it scripting or affirmations, whatever you choose. Write it in the present tense as if it has already happened for you. And, you know, you can do each category of your life. And I write it on the mirror because the mirror is your reflection. And if you aren't too familiar with manifesting, your subconscious mind is what's ultimately running the show. That's what's ultimately leading to the change that's happening in your mind. I think there's a a study out there that says like 90% of your reality is rooted in the subconscious. It's it's true. This isn't just woo-woo, you know, hippie, whatever. This is actually, you know, tangible science. So 
That being said, what better way to tap into your subconscious and rewire your subconscious than through your reflection? So write that list of affirmations out, you know, say, I'm so happy and grateful now that uh, I'm able to work out at the gym four times a week. I feel so good. I'm in the best shape I've ever been in in my entire life. You write it as if it's already happened and you feel it with every fiber of your being. Once it's written, read it out loud to yourself, you know, look at it and then just set it and forget it. And just trust that every time that you look at the mirror, your subconscious mind is going to be picking up on the things that you're sharing. So that is something that I really love to do on a new moon. I think it's a fabulous way to get real about what direction you want to go in and what kinds of things you can be excited about calling into your reality. And as we're talking about it, you know, with the pink moon cycle and the purple moon cycle, there's, I think these two moon cycles in particular are really good times for introspection and journaling. So if if you're on the pink moon cycle, again, these are both representative of a transitional phase in your life. But the pink moon cycle specifically may mean that you're leaving that period of rest and you're coming into your strength and your power. So my advice would be, if you can track the moon, if you can find a way to track the moon, if not, you can just use the new moon and the full moon for this if you're on these cycles. But if you really want to take it to the next step, if you're on your period when the moon is waxing, take your time, take the time that you're on your period as your chance to do your journaling. So maybe you take this time to sit down with a journal and you think about, okay, what what are some lessons that I've learned about myself in this time, in this transitional phase that I have been in? And how can I move forward with grace and with trust that I'm going to be moving forward in the right direction and going to be moving into a place that is aligned with my goals and desires? Take that time to reflect because if you've been in that cocoon, you're coming out of it what have you learned? How do you feel about what you've learned? Where are you trying to go? What are you excited about now as you enter this phase of the strength and the power returning? I think that's a really beautiful way to lean into the pink moon cycle. And for the purple moon cycle, Again, take that as a time to journal as well. So again, when you're on your period, the moon is waning when you're on your period, when you're on this cycle. Maybe take that as a time to explore your shadow. You can use this as a great time for some shadow work journaling. There's a lot of amazing techniques out there that you can use to explore your shadows. Maybe explore, okay, what sets me off? What gets me upset? What gives me a short fuse? And why am I responding in such a way? Or why, why do I show up this way in a relationship? Or why am I showing up this way for a job. Like just understanding yourself and your tendencies, I think is a really powerful way to harness the power of the purple moon cycle. But yeah, my friends, that is it for today. Um, Whatever cycle you're on, it is beautiful and it matters and it serves a purpose and I encourage you to honor it. So honor your bleeding whenever it is, okay? Pink, purple, white, red, it doesn't matter. Um, You know, just just honor yourself and, you know, give yourself permission to do what feels good for you too. Because when we're on our periods, a lot of us are different. You know, we have different ways that we want to uh, express our energy. Some of us might want to work out. Some of us might want to go to bed, eat a bunch of chocolate, not eat anything. It all depends. 
But um, I certainly hope that this helps you feel a bit more empowered about that time of the month because again, society has made it seem like it's something that we should be ashamed of. And I don't think that we should be ashamed of this because it's such a part of um, the feminine experience. And I think it's something that we can all learn from and lean into. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, my friends. I am sending you so much health, wealth, success, happiness, love, joy, peace, and happy periods. And I will see you next time. Bye.